ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, the Brazilian giant Venetius, the temptress witch, Ivy, and the senior ref, ref, Amy Veronica, talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Rewind Wrestling Radio Show right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. We're here for one of our shorty episodes, and we are going to be talking today about the NXT rebranding rumors that we've all been reading. Will is not happy. OG (laughs) Phil is here with us here tonight, and... uh, You're welcome. You're welcome. For those of you that don't understand my will is now Phil, you need to go back and listen to our Ric Flair episode so that you can hear all about that. Um, So uh, Will is not happy at all about this whole situation. Uh, I'm going to let him back clean up tonight because he is uh, just going to be a hot mess for everybody. Um, So for those of you that may not know what we're talking about with the NXT rebranding, we are in a situation where it looks like uh, NXT is going to go back to being more of a developmental brand. Uh, the current rumor is that they are going to stop bringing in uh, people shorter of stature and they're going to more, you know, um, I guess, I guess recruit a lot more on the bigger side, like they did during the ruthless aggression era. And like, like in the nineties, um, they're going to be looking for bigger guys um, and younger guys, because they're going to be looking for people um, in their twenties at the latest. Um, one of the reports said something about little people, no more little people. I'm paraphrasing because I don't want to use offensive language. Um, you know, that's derogatory towards a, towards a person. They used the M word. Um, Amazon Mary, um, but no more little people and no no more starting people in their thirties is is what was said. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit disappointed by this um, and this last slew of people that was let go from the uh, from NXT last Friday is is crazy too because there were some people there that were just absolutely insanely talented. Um, that being said, I want to hear what my panel has to say. My panel that's here tonight is uh, the Temptress Witch, Ivy, the senior official, Ref Amy Veronica, the new mouth in the South, Mr. Tyler Peters, and OG Phil. Uh, so we are all here, and we are going to talk a little bit about, about this NXT rebranding. And uh, I think I want to start with, uh, with Ref Amy tonight. Ref Amy, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you go first. So I would be lying to say I wasn't expecting this uh, about what was it a year ago when they or two years ago when they put um, NXT on TV I knew that once you actually drew like numbers with the actual show itself sooner or later um, Vince and company wouldn't be happy with it whether they won the war or not like I think they wouldn't have been happy with the way NXT was performing and the fact that it was on now a TV uh, channel rather than just on the network. It was like a hidden secret. Um, They would look at it and be like, this isn't the show that we want. So I'm not surprised that they're going in this direction by changing to younger talent, which I don't think is a bad thing. Changing to younger talent isn't a bad thing because a lot of the guys they are bringing in aren't probably going to be wrestling in 10 years. And as a developmental brand, that's kind of what you want. 
you want younger guys so you can mold them into your own. Um, but the little people thing I'm a little bit mad of because I don't know about you guys, but that it makes me feel like that's where wrestling is right now. Mm. As far as like the, the, the independence and then AW, of course, that it's showcasing more of the regular size people rather than the big tall guys. So yeah, it's disappointing. Not surprised. I kind of feel like uh, this is going the same way. Um, the two early 2000s ECW went where they kind of take something that has a good following. It's got a lot of heart and soul. It's something different and it has that core fan base and they take like the soul of it out and throw it away. And then it just becomes a shell of what it used to be. And, mm. and I, I unfortunately am predicting that in two years time, NXT is no longer going to be on USA. It's going to go back to on the network. It's going to lose the hardcore fans that loved it so much. And it's just going to go into obscurity, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots to digest there. Uh, let's, let's hear what the new mouth of the South, Mr. Tyler Peters, what do you have to say here, sir? I'm just, I'm heartbroken. My dreams are crushed. I'm too short. I shouldn't have known. There, there goes my chances. Goodness gracious. Vance, come on. Oh my gosh. No, but this is exactly what was going to happen. I, I'm just going to act like I know what was going on with uh, ref Amy, you know, Vance and Bruce leave it to brother love. What do you expect? He, he preaches. He loves everybody. He's discriminating is what he's doing. He, he doesn't like the short people anymore. What happened? But uh, I, I don't know. This is just going to be another kind of WWE show like Raw or SmackDown. That, that's all I can add to it because I'll be honest, I haven't watched a lot of wrestling because it, you know, you'll find out later why I've kind of been, uh, felt like I didn't need to watch anymore this week. But I'll, I'll just leave it at that. That's my thoughts. I'm just, I'm disappointed with the higher ups at WWE. I thought I was, you know, they were paying me. I was trying to favor them. And, and this is the respect I get. Come on. I'm not getting a call anytime soon anyway, so who cares? <laughs> Tyler, God bless you, man. I love you. I love you. Oh, thank you. Oh, man. All right. Temptress Witch, Ivy. Uh, all right. I agree wholeheartedly with Amy. Um, you actually made some really great points, and I think one of the things that you mentioned that kind of sticks with me about the entire situation is how NXT was like, it used to be on the network. So it was kind of like the underground type of thing. It wasn't the big, you know, show that was in the public eye. And then now it is, and it's not what they want it to be. So I, I'm not shocked, but, you know, definitely disappointed because we've all voiced how great NXT is. You know, a lot of times we are enjoying that more than we are enjoying, you know, Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. So it's, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's WWE. Like, what the hell? Who booked this shit? <laughs> that's all I got to say. Like I'm, I'm just I'm done. I'm done. I I totally get that perspective of being very frustrated and very and very down on things. Um so listen, <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna throw a couple names out there for you guys before I send this off to Will. <laughs> um KO Samoa Joe. Carrying Cross, L.A. Knight. Okay, what do all those guys have in common? Thirties. Yep. <laughs> they're all they're all in their thirties. I mean, L.A. Knight. How old do you think L.A. Knight is, Tyler? Uh, I would almost guess early forties, but maybe just late thirties. I, I don't know. I'm one for sure. 
Okay. Ivy, how about you? 35. Amy? I'd say 42. Okay. Will? I was thinking like 37-ish. Yeah, he's he's 39. Jeez. Wow. wow. And that yeah, guy like, can go. But like the crazy thing is, and this is before I'll I'll step up on my soapbox, is that like wrestling isn't like a normal professional sport where like 40 is your shit like your shelf life right. for a lot of these guys. Like they can go into their 50s, depending on the person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I mean, look at DD, DDP started when he was 35. Yeah. yeah. Great point. And, and and he made WCW a boatload of money. Between ticket sales and merch sales, that man made money, right? I don't know. I feel like if, if we're going to go that route, and I agree, if you're using it as a developmental brand, you're not, you know, then they got to be younger because you got to have time to groom them before you send them over, right? But for those of you younger wrestling fans, there was once a time when you would sign somebody who was in their 30s, you know, or in their late 20s or whatever, who had been other places and done other things, and they didn't need to go to NXT first, right? They didn't go to OVW. They didn't go to Florida. You know, they, they just showed up on the show, and they wrestled a match on WWE TV. Jericho didn't go to, you know, didn't go to developmental. Big Show didn't go to developmental. Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, Perry Saturn. Those guys didn't go to developmental. They showed up on Raw. They showed up on SmackDown. They did their thing. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Yeah, true. True. Very true. You know, so... I, I want I want the fan base to know there's still hope that your favorites from elsewhere can show up on WWE TV to be misused. Well, and, you can uh, only and pray and in, hope and booked yeah. incorrectly. You know, <laughs> so that's another thing. So, like, a lot of people are taking like, well, AEW's not drawing the ratings, so obviously they need to draft mm-hmm. something. My biggest thing, and I had this kind of rant with the Karrion Cross when his debut against Jeff Hardy, when you don't treat the people that are called up very well like look at ricochet like he he, Mm -hmm. he's on the main roster but i wouldn't ever look at him as a contender yeah he does cool stuff during a match but like when have we seen him win a feud so when you don't, don't treat these guys that are coming up from nxt like superstars why would anyone who is a raw or smackdown fan want to watch on tuesday nights i said that a couple weeks ago when when cross came up and lost to Jeff Hardy in two minutes, you literally just undermined all you you undermined all of NXT at that point. Yeah, you their undefeated Listen, champion lose for the first time on we TV all know, in under two minutes. We all know how much I love Jeff Hardy, but we also <laughs> all heard my feelings on that as well. And believe it or not, I'm actually in agreement with everybody on that. Like it just made no sense to me. It's, and uh, it it gets to the point when you're an NXT fan and you know someone's about to be called up. And you're like, oh, no, please, no. That's why, like, when they said that uh, Ciampa and Gargano had no interest to go on the main roster, I was just like, yes, stay same. where you know you're going to be fine. Cole's the same way. They don't want to move up to the, to the main roster because they see how those guys are treated. Yeah. I, I completely disagree just because I want to argue. <laughs> I thought it was great. I think Kieran Cross, have him just job out to everybody. Come on. And we got a main event for TakeOver. I mean, let's just fantasy book. I mean, come on. I'm a, 
put them on steroids. Do whatever you got to do. Come on. Oh, my God. Thank you, Tyler. Thank Tyler, you. Tyler, oh, oh, my man. God. This is wonderful. All right, Will. I'm going to turn the floor over to you. Oh, Give man. Dr. Phil the mic. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so like the, obviously, like, I've shown my fandom for NXT, but it's not because I like all the, like, all the indie darlings that they're bringing in and guys like that. It's because it's the best product that WWE is putting out right now, by far, in my opinion. SmackDown is close, but NXT is still better. They have the better storylines. They have the better creative. They have the better creative mind behind it in Triple H, and the the in ring product is a little bit better than SmackDown is sometimes. But like, the thing that pisses me off is that because they quote unquote, they I mean they technically did lose the war. They weren't bringing the ratings that, or they weren't beating AEW in ratings, which is why. One, I believe it's part of the reason why they moved to Tuesday nights. But my question now is with AEW starting Rampage on Friday nights, if that starts to pull more ratings than SmackDown, do they move SmackDown to a different night? It's interesting. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. You've already lost guys like Dana Bryan and the slew of people that they've already released and stuff like that. You, you could possibly lose Adam Cole, who's one of the biggest names on a, NXT. And I don't know, it just, it annoys me. But at the same time, like, I understand if they want to go a more developmental route. But I don't know if many people want to watch people that are in developmental, is my question, or yeah. is what I'm thinking there. Because I don't go out of my way to watch a minor league baseball game. You feel very passionate about this, don't you? I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the few things that got me back into watching wrestling. Mm-hmm. Because if you think, like, I I understand that they want to develop, develop their own guys. But if you look at a lot of people that have gone through the NXT system, they weren't original WWE guys to, to begin with. But and, and, here's, and here's where, and for those of you that are, that, are watching or listening and and you may not know who cuz is when we say when we say cuz uh cuz is cousin mike and he's uh back like season one season two he was on with will and i a lot and uh and he still contributes to a lot of what we talk about on the shows because he contributes a lot in our group chat but he's just like he's got his own podcast comic book insiders go check them out on youtube and um and so he's got he's yeah see see what i did there um (laughs) he uh you know he he has that going on and he's got like two different jobs and so he's not able to be on air with us a whole lot if at all anymore but um but cuz would say okay and cuz's argument about this and i think he he's made this argument in the chat with you i mean we went back and forth for like an hour and a half over this (laughs) yes is yes all those people came up through nxt and they were good in nxt right how many of them were able to get over on the main roster? And I'm gonna and I'm gonna stop for a second. I'm gonna say let's look at Ricochet. Okay, Ricochet, when he was brought up onto the main roster, he wasn't treated poorly. They threw the U.S. Championship on him, and they had him feuding with AJ freaking Styles. 
Yeah, that was after him and because when they when he first came up to the ro- to the main roster, both him and Alistair Black came up at the same time. And right, they were and they were tag team. Right, and then Alistair Black got hurt. Right, and then what did they do? Normally, when someone gets hurt in the tag team, the partner just sits off and you know on the bench for eight months or whatever it is. Right. They yeah, gave the, this I mean, guy a singles push. They gave him shine on TV. They gave that him was TV when time. He, that was when Heyman was running Raw. Right. But and did he get anymore. over? I thought I he was mean, getting there. The one thing I want to interject there is while they put him in those situations, the promos he was cutting at the time were dog shit. He was they, they were the bad. superhero mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he was just like, everyone should stupid. believe in a superhero. And like, no and one the, buys into that. That's except the issue for little is that it's not he can only do so much with what he's given. Yeah. Which is, yeah. But there you, have people, to, you have to make do with what you're given and he did a poor job of doing that. But he's like, it's tough because you bring up another person that I'm a little biased about at the same time. <laughs> I know, I know. But listen, KO arguably is the one guy that's gotten over. Well, I would I would say Seth Rollins too. Okay. Yeah. KO I, I and mean, Seth Rollins. Pretty much the whole shield. I mean, it took Roman a little while, but yeah, but I mean, Roman he's te- wasn't into darling. No. He was he was he's pretty the, much a WWE guy. He's, he's the one guy. Yeah, he was. That's it. You know. Yeah. And Ambrose and was if a it wasn't, death match If it wasn't guy. for a separated shoulder, it would have been Finn Balor too. Yeah, because that mm-hmm. was that moment. Yeah. He was. He's the first Universal champ. As well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. true. Very so you're true. talking about you're talking about five guys over ten years of them bringing in indie darlings into NXT. But the I can see. I'm not. Okay. I'm not saying that I agree with with the rebrand at this point. What I am saying is I can understand from a business perspective of we have to do something different. And when we were really successful and we, when we were drawing the numbers that we want to draw now is when we were doing developmental this way. And, that, and so, like and, said, and, and I'm taking Cuz's stance a little bit here. I get that, but. Uh, well, if you think about it, when it was OVW, there's only really five guys who made it to the top from there. Like it was Orton. Uh, what was it? Uh, Lesnar. Like, yeah, there were tons of people in OVW that didn't make it or they had little tryout matches and did little stints, but then they just go. So like that's the, I think the, it's the a pyramid. Under, I like, think the underlying issue is the fact that it's more a creative issue than it is a personnel issue. In my in at least from what I see on TV. Because mm-hmm. like I said, product wise, NXT puts out the best product. I personally I think it's the best product in wrestling right now. That's a biased opinion for me. SmackDown is very close. In just in just WWE, SmackDown is very close. And Raw is just the bottom of the barrel at overall at the moment. Agreed. Yeah, I, I just like, want to say, I'm sorry about that. Ricochet, I thought those promos were up there with Flair and Lethal from TNA. <laughs> I mean, they, they were good stuff. That's all I'm going to say. It was well, and I think and I'll, I'll actually support you a little bit, Ted, in that argument. A lot of people, when they have their, because we all have our indie darlings that we're watching and we, we enjoy everything they do on social media and everything like that. And so when we see them go to WWE, especially NXT, and they thrive on NXT, we're like, hell yeah, they're going to be WWE champion. We set up all these like 
but like the images in our head that our favorite guy, mm -hmm. guy we've been following forever, is going to be champion. And when it does it, yes, we get a little bit mad. Like, yes, Cesaro fans. See, I don't even care about. I don't even care about them winning Listen. championships on the main roster. I just want them put. I just want a good product when they move from one to another. When you bring a guy up like Shinsuke and you have him win the Royal Rumble, obviously you want to push this guy. And then, I mean, it, I don't care that he lost to AJ at, at Mania. It's AJ is AJ, but the heel turn was just the balls. so it was so poorly executed <laughs> i see what like, you did there <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but like, i would argue that they wasted shinsuke in nxt he didn't need to go to nxt uh, yes there are guys that didn't yeah. need to go there but at the same time it, how, yeah that well that's when nxt was more because i i remember reading an article about that people were like why is shinsuke in nxt he's been around for a while that was more so he could learn how to be on tv because, yeah. like, WWE I, has their way of doing things, and so NXT was used a lot for that. I would say your argument there is more Samoa Joe. Obviously, everybody knows Samoa Joe's yeah. uh, work. It, it's yeah. kind of mm -hmm. hard to not know him. He didn't. He really didn't need to go to NXT. Yeah, and he was already on TV with Impact and everything, so there was yeah, no right. need to right. learn right. cameras and stuff like that. Yeah, right. I'm actually going to agree with you guys on that one point. Yeah. Okay. Just that one time. Just, just, the, just the one. Uh, only if Charlotte's right. involved, then. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, my friends. For our listeners at home, if you're listening to Will's the podcast broken. version of this, I can't. Tyler's killing it. <laughs> if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever, if you're listening on Sportswire Radio, at mention us, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Let us know your thoughts about this, okay? Um, in a shot where you can send us a DM. Uh, Amy is great about responding to you in the DMs on Twitter. Um, I am moderately okay at responding to your DMs on Instagram. Um, and uh, if you're watching on YouTube, put it in the comments below. What do you guys think about this NXT rebrand? Do you think it's uh, the right thing to do? Do you think it's the wrong thing to do? Why? Also, uh, please, 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 please go over and check out our store at whatamaneuver.net. You can get one of these awesome shirts I have and Tyler has on the Tyler Ticker shirt. Ivy has her Ivy fan shirt on. Will has his OG It's Time to Rewind shirt. And please get your tickets for all of your Coastal Championship Wrestling events, CCW. That's ccwrestlingfl.com. Okay, make sure you go check that out because you will find us all at the Nashville, Tennessee show, we will be there. The Rewind crew will be there. And, uh, you know, Ivy is making her CC dub debut. And uh, yours truly will be on the play-by-play. -play. Looking forward to seeing all the fans there. Please make sure you come over and say hello and let us know you've been listening to the show. All right, friends, on behalf of my panel here, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you next time here on Rewind Wrestling Radio.